Welcome to the Project Future podcast for people looking to launch and build their own amazing business with me, Rob Kerr. A few years ago, I asked myself, how can people considering starting a business be confident they are making the right decision and how can they improve their chances of success? The answer has become my book titled Project Future, Six Steps to Success as Your Own Boss. A Facebook group called the Project Future Club, where we support each other to launch and build our own amazing businesses. And this podcast, where every Tuesday, a business owner shares their story, including great tips about what to do and what not to do when launching or growing a business to empower you to make better decisions on your own journey. You'll find the show notes and transcripts at robkerr.co.uk. So in these uncertain times, if starting a business could be the right option for you and your family, read the book, join the Facebook group and enjoy the show. Now let's move on to this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Project Future podcast. I hope you had a great Christmas and that you've got a lot to look forward to in what will hopefully be a better year for all of us in 2021. I'm excited to say it's now only a week until my first book, Project Future, is published and I'll be sharing a special launch episode on the launch day next week, the 5th of Jan. To also flag, it'll be available as a special sneak peek on Kindle the day before, so Monday the 4th of Jan, and I'd be delighted if you can set a reminder and tell all your friends to help me get to the top of the charts. Moving on to this week's episode, in this conversation I speak with Steve Ocatel. Steve's passionate about online marketing and helping his clients to succeed. He talks us through how he's learned that success comes from continuing to narrow a product offering and by focusing on the key result his clients are looking to achieve. Through his company, SMA Digital, Steve does this by creating and marketing intelligent quizzes as lead generators. Let's have a listen. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rob. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Very excited to be part of this podcast. So thank you. No, I'm, I'm very interested to speak with you. As, uh, for the listeners, I'm a, I'm a client of Steve or, or a partner, as I prefer to, to, to mention it. And uh, I say, I think he's, uh, from when we've spoken before, he's, he's got a very interesting story and a very interesting business uh, that he's created around it. So, Steve, feel free to, to speak about your background, about how you, how you started and how you've developed things. Yeah, wow. Okay. So I first started actually when I was 16, uh, still in high school, and I started my first web design business back then. It was pretty much just a hobby because I was really like computers and I really liked design. So I sort of combined the two together. And I remember um, the first client I ever had, well, I called, her, I called her a client. It was a friend of the family when I was 16. And she paid me, I was obviously living back in Australia back then, and she paid me $100 Australian to, uh, to design her, her website for her husband's art business. And I thought, this is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> like, here I was 16, I was you know, working at a fish and chip shop for next to nothing an hour, and, and somebody's paying me $100 to do something I absolutely love doing. So I was over the moon. And, and from that point on, I, I started up my first business in Australia throughout high school. And it was sort of my part-time job going into university where I then studied uh, industrial design, um, but ended up specialising in how to build online trust and how to build okay. trust in businesses uh, online as part of my big design thesis and that sort of stuff. And so that was a, a lot of fun. And then that sort of steered me into back going into my business and I was really lucky back in Australia that I ended up getting a, a grant 
from the Australian government to to take my business full time, and that was going to be a one year sort of grant to try and do that. Uh, so yeah, I got I got going and, and started uh, doing web design for various different clients here and there, people that I knew, uh, and then from there it sort of took off, and uh, I started traveling around the world just basically freelancing for a while, uh, doing websites and, and then started really getting into the online marketing side of things because working with my clients, I started realizing even if they had a, a cool looking website, uh, if they weren't sending the right people to it and actually weren't getting people to, to look at their websites or look at their online shops and that sort of stuff back then what we were doing, then there was not much traction going on and they wouldn't really get much uh, sort of output out of it. So it really started to get into online marketing back then traveling the world, which is a lot of fun. I lived in Italy for quite a few months, lived over in America for a little while as well. And uh, yeah, and then sort of went back to Australia and, and regrouped. And Yeah, that's, that, that's fascinating. And I, I love that how, you know, you had that initial starting point when you were when you were 16, when you were so young as well. And, you know, do you, do you think if you hadn't have had that that conversation with a with a neighbor and got that first client, would you have considered the entrepreneur route? Was it always something that you had in mind? It, in a way, I, I don't know, I, I think it kind of was. Um, I, I think from a get-go, from a young age, I've always been very entrepreneurial. I feel like I was the one at the back of the class when I was in, in primary school trying to sell off pencils and, and rulers and, and <laughs> pens to other students. Uh, I remember the first first time I, I had my, my first business idea, which I didn't actually create as a business but. It was basically a T-shirt in high school with literally the word dot, dot, same, because for some weird reason, uh, everyone was saying same, same, same. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll create a T-shirt that says that, um, <laughs> as you do. And, and I ended up buying, um, I think I got produced about a thousand T-shirts in the end. And that was my first uh, real awakening to the business world, because although I could sell, you know, maybe a hundred of them to people in our school, uh, anyone outside of their school that wasn't saying this weird sort of saying of just literally the word same, uh, nobody really was interested. So I, I uh, got to experience my first liquidation sale and basically just trying to sell off these T-shirts for next to nothing to try to recoup. <laughs> I, I love that. You know, I, I, I love that whole angle. I remember messing around in school ourselves with a, with a school newspaper that had a, a very, uh, a very narrow audience as well. So it's, uh, no, it's, it's fascinating how those early experiences can help to drive the concept of turning something into, in, into making money. But yeah, a fantastic early experience that you, you had there. And, and, uh, yeah, it must've been really interesting to, to be able to finance your travels, you know, as, as a freelancer as well. So going back, you know, clearly the, the technology's there now, uh, for people to, to work from anywhere as, as we've really seen with the pandemic and such you know there was uh, i think barbados uh put some 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 money up some advertising to say hey come and live here for a year and you know work from home via barbados or something like that so it's all these kind of concepts of working geographically remotely are becoming more and more feasible for a a, a wider audience now so how did you find that as a as a younger person traveling around and developing people's websites and things was it something that you you think is feasible for freelancers today i I think it's even easier today um Mm. back then it was i mean it was it was still pretty straightforward you just have to find a cafe that would have a wi-fi connection Uh, but a lot back then would 
try to charge you for Wi-Fi and all that sort of stuff. Whereas these days, I think uh, Wi-Fi is a lot more accessible uh, in any country to go to. But it was, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was it was fun going from country to country and just sort of opening up my laptop whenever I could and looking at things. But from like a business point of view, I always I always wanted to do more and more and, and really sort of start to run a company. And that's something that I found quite difficult sort of on the road, so to speak. Not that I ever wanted to have a physical sort of company or physical building because uh, I, I love having sort of freedom to work from, from wherever I wish. But yeah. I found it difficult to to sort of knuckle down and actually, you know, start to think bigger and and start to really focus in on what is that that core result that I'm trying to help my clients with and that sort of stuff while I was on the road because it's it's kind of you get into a trap pretty easily of just trying to sort of just keep up with the work and and not really sort of take that next step in, in terms of like okay let's think into the future what do I actually want to achieve and how can I get there which is yeah something when when I moved back to Australia after sort of traveling around for a year or two really helped to sort of refocus and refresh and, and move forward that way okay so and, and that's when you got into online marketing was it where you you saw that the opportunity to really help drive traffic and, and, and such was that at that moment yeah pretty much and I, I had an opportunity back in Australia to do some sort of marketing management for another company in Australia uh, it was called ZipTales which is an online literacy resource and that was a lot of fun because they were a company that was sort of been around for about 10 years or so and was starting to de- go into decline and I was able to do some of the things that I've learned in terms of the email marketing, SEO, and social marketing, that sort of stuff. And we really helped to, to turn the sort of scales around so that they got back into, so they were a, a company selling into schools um, across Australia. And so we got back into all the schools and then we launched them into New Zealand, uh, which was a lot of fun. And, and that really helped me, I guess, with my confidence as well in terms of, okay, you know, what I have learnt over the last couple of years and uh, what I now know can actually help a business really quite dramatically when applied in the right way. And so that was a lot of fun working with them. And I was, I was so fortunate because I had, during that time, met my, my now wife um, in Australia. She was She's actually, actually British, which is why I'm living over here at the moment, okay. uh, down in Brighton. And uh, so she was in Australia for, for quite a while. We met there. And she wanted to come back to London. And I was, I was really fortunate that the, the company that I was doing work for, ZipTales, they wanted to open up a branch over here in the UK as well. So that was fantastic because it meant that I basically had a, a stable sort of income coming over to the UK uh, and living in London. So we started working um, and trying to expand the ZipTales sort of product over here in the UK with a shock of the <laughs> shock to the system to realize that schools over here are constantly bombarded from a million different companies and it's a very very different sort of atmosphere and a different marketplace to Australia or, or New Zealand was um, and we found it really difficult trying to get into the schools to a point where it sort of we were on the bridge of this guy okay you know let's just close down the UK branch it's really not quite working but then I was really fortunate to meet a guy at uh, at a co-working space that I was working at uh, his name's Kevin Johnson and he's now my mentor and uh, actually investor in our company as well angel investor and I was so lucky to meet him because he kept saying to me you know you need to narrow you need to narrow you need to narrow and refocus on somebody that actually wants what you have to offer that you can go and talk to and that was a very eye-opening moment going, okay, you know, I've been trying all these online marketing techniques 
But actually, at the end of the day, we need to be able to talk to these people still and actually have a, some, some sort of human conversation. Um, that's when literally by chance, it was, it was quite funny, Rob, it was, I was having lunch uh, at the co-working space that I was working from in Wimbledon and I sat opposite a guy um, and I just started talking to him because I, I was just kind of bored having, having lunch as you do when you're yep. sort of working by yourself. And he worked for the, the Wimbledon, sorry, the Merton Council um, as part of the library system. And he was asking me about what, what I do and I was telling him about zip towels and it's for schools and that sort of stuff. And he, he sort of said to me, oh, have you considered trying to get into libraries? Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a very interesting idea. So we we started talking about how that could work. And so he was our, our first sort of library client. And so he signed up as a sort of a beta user and we got to learn what libraries really wanted and what they really needed. Um, and it turned out, although we had a, an online literacy resource that would help kids to read and write, what libraries actually wanted, the real result they were looking for was to get more kids signed up to a library card. So we went away okay. and developed a, a program um, for for libraries to be able to offer um, Zip Tales, the online program, to all of their schools in their area for free as long as they sign up to a library card. And, and this allowed me to to go and talk to and, and contact. And I, I was spent about 12 months all up and down the country in the UK talking to all these librarians and, and library owners and, and council owners. Uh, we ended up going from one library to about 600 libraries in 12 months. Um, wow. That was, uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And it was all just down to narrowing the the offering uh, and figuring out, okay, what is that key result that these uh, these people really want? I love that. And and the, the the nature of the conversation as well about how it came about, you know, it just shows there's 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 opportunities everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, really absolutely. does, doesn't it? You just don't know, and you know who's who's in the room, and and who can support with that. Yeah. So, wow, that that's absolutely a fabulous example of uh, of how you can kind of narrow the the need of the of the problem, yeah. uh, effectively the problem that needs to be solved. So, very very interesting. So, so what happened after that? How did you how did you then move forwards uh, beyond beyond zip tiles? So beyond zip tiles, I sort of in a way uh, outgrew them uh, because I had very sort of ambitious sort of person and so I, I really wanted to to get back into running my own company more um so I left them in a in a good state and, and be sort of parted ways on, on a good term um and started to to go down the venture of of back to my own company and, and growing a, an online marketing company based on a lot of things that I've learned so naturally I sort of started to go back into web design um lots of different types of marketing for people whilst basically trying to find my new niche again and that went on for for a while um and again it, it, it seemed, takes time doesn't it yeah absolutely it, it really does take time it really does and it was again just by chance I was working with it with a client and she, she sort of came up to me and said hey you know what about a, a quiz for our sort of marketing methods? You know, she was trying all sorts of different things that I'm sure a lot of the viewers have seen where people are trying to offer you like a free ebook download or a free report and that sort of stuff. So we were trying all those sorts of things to help her get more leads. And it was somewhat working, but not to the degree that I would have liked. And it was really becoming an overpopulated and overcrowded sort of space. And, and the problem with, with even giving away like a free ebook. Um, compared to like a physical book where an ebook people download and sort of nine times out of ten they don't actually read them 
So they don't get any closer to understanding what she could actually offer and, and building any trust or rapport with her. So we went away and we started researching uh, what a quiz would look like. And I say we because it's myself and, and my wife now um, because she joined joined me as a co-director. So we started looking into different sort of resources and we found a guy called Dan Sullivan who's a coach over in the States. Um, he came up with a thing called a mindset scorecard and we really based our initial quiz off that in terms of, okay, how can we get somebody within two or three minutes to, to take a quiz where they get to learn more about themselves and they really get some value out of it um, really quickly, but at the same time, build a level of trust with that potential um, sort of person who, who's putting the, the quiz out there. In this case, it was a, a lady, Emma, who runs a first aid company. And so how can they figure out that uh, actually, yes, maybe a, a first aid course could be really right for them and, and could help them in different ways and do that within the space of a couple of minutes. Um, so she was our first client in the quizzes and uh, she ended up having about 20,000 people fill in her quiz in a space of sort of like three to four months when she first launched it. Wow. Uh, and that was just incredible. We, we were pretty blown away and pretty chuffed ourselves. Uh, and naturally, all our other clients, that's all they started to, to talk about and all they all they wanted. And so it got to a point where we, we really started just focusing purely 100% on quizzes. And we've got to a point today where literally uh, we don't do anything else apart from quizzes and, and marketing of quizzes. Um, so we we sort of gone through the whole process of, of trying to do everything and, and now we've just been continually narrowing our, our, our product offering um, and everything like that as well. There's a real trend there, isn't there? So in, in your earlier yeah. experience and, and then how you've, how you've driven that forwards into your own business. So have a, you know, I think it links very nicely to the, to the future methods. You know, you, you try and find something, you understand why yeah. trial things, and then there will be a right answer you know, at the end of it. And, and I love how you've, you've taken customer feedback on board. You've, you know, listened to what the customers have to say, what they're trying to achieve and have, have taken the business forwards and then offers uh, a product, which is, you know, highly, highly in demand, you know, so as I, I of course have, have my quiz, that's why I am your client. <laughs> and, and um, you know, so I, I love it. I, I think, you know, the, the, I love how the quiz offers standalone value. So even if somebody then decides now's not the right time to come on and, and, and work with you they receive something tangible and of value um that gives them you know personalized feedback and all this kind of thing for a, a short investment of time and 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 i love that and I, I can see why that's that's kind of works for for people firstly to, to to build trust within the brand but then also to kind of have that kind of that kind of free gift if you like that yeah. then goes on and and can be and, and can be used to kind of build that relationship so no it's, it's very very interesting yeah, thanks. So, so which uh, give me some examples. Who, what, what type of abstract businesses have you have you, have you worked with? You mentioned the first aid one. Um, <laughs> so, but, but there must be some really interesting ones you have in there. Yeah, we have. I mean, we've done about uh, five, six hundred now over the last sort of twelve, eighteen months. Uh, different quizzes for companies all around the world, which which sounds sounds impressive, but it, it wasn't easy to get to, and I'll t- I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, but yeah, we've had ones for, we've got one for a real estate investment company. Um, and on the back of that, they have a, a quiz, which is like a calculator to figure out what is your rent or return income, potentially if you invested in some of their investment properties. And on the back of their quiz, they've literally sold millions of pounds worth of properties 
uh, which is quite cool. We've had other ones which are much more physical products, so health products, for example, one called uh, Agent and Brave. Um, so theirs was a, a quiz to figure out uh, how long you can go and fast for. Um, so it was aimed for people who wanted to do a fast as part of their dieting. Um, so that was quite an interesting one. And uh, we have a lot of coaches like yourselves, uh, like yourself, Rob, um, coaches, consultants who, who do some really fascinating different things in different areas, all the way from, from business coaches to different types of life coaches, uh, you name it. And, and uh, yeah, it's very, very interesting what they can come up with in the different niches that everyone sort of has is always fascinating. It is. It must keep things fresh for you and and the team as well to to be developing, um, you know, not not just kind of different branding and such, but a real variety of, of 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 questions and kind of outcomes that can can come from these as well. So I, I guess no no project's ever the same. No, it's definitely not. Everyone's very much unique, and, and that's a great thing about quizzes. I mean, I think one of the, the biggest reasons that they did actually work originally and still work today is. We love to, to learn more about ourselves because we are all unique in, in individuals. So a quiz is just an opportunity to go on and, you know, while you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram to go, oh, okay, I could spend three minutes and, and learn something new about myself and, and get some value out of it. So, yeah, it's quite quite an interesting field. It really is. And so you mentioned briefly there about um, growth challenges. So yeah. let's, uh, I, I must drag you back to that point. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, the quizzes today, it, we've got to a point where we're, we're sort of really happy with how things are going. We've been able to grow our team to a team of eight of us. Um, but when we first started sort of diving into these quizzes, after we worked with Emma, you know, she had the 20,000 leads. That was looking fantastic. So things were looking really great. Everyone was sort of talking about us. Uh, but that only got to a certain point. Uh, and we only got to a certain number of referrals that could sort of come in before we got to a point where we're like, oh, we're not really getting any, any more business at the moment because we're not really doing anything proactively here. Um, and it really got to a point where it was it was mainly just myself in the business and I was on the bridge of and I was actually looking up and applying for, for full-time jobs because uh, myself and my wife, we well, back then it was just a fiancé and we are about to get married so I needed to you know, step up and and make sure we had a, a stable sort of income because we wanted to move down to Brighton and all that sort of stuff and, and raise a family. And so I was looking for, for different jobs and I was applying for some and that sort of stuff because I was, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I can get these, these quizzes to work. And again, it was just kind of like a by chance type opportunity. I think throughout all of my sort of ventures, a lot of luck has been sort of coming in and I feel like I feel like I've helped sort of develop that luck, but it's still been, I've been very lucky and fortunate in, in different circumstances. So again, I was about to sort of drop out and, and sort of give up on it. Uh, and then I got randomly introduced to a couple of ladies, Helena and Kelly, who who were running an online sort of Facebook group uh, targeting to, to coaches and helping coaches and, and authors and speakers. And they wanted to talk to me about my quizzes. And so I got talking to them about that. And we did just a, a 20 or 30 minute sort of interview on their Facebook group. And on the back of that, I just did a, a quick sort of offer. It was like a little launch type thing. Uh, I think we, we sold, even though there was only maybe 30 people listening to the actual interview, I think we sold like 15 um, packages out of it. And that was like enough to, to get that momentum started and, and back up and running again. Uh, and then from that point on, I sort of haven't looked back. 
That's fantastic. And it's quite a conversion rate as well. So you must have, <laughs> uh, that, that, that audience that were listening there must have been all been your perfect customer, effectively. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, I mean, yeah, that was, that was a pretty incredible conversion rate. <laughs> Since then, we've done, like last year, we had a, a, a webinar. We had about 20,000 people sign up and, you know, you only get a few hundred sales out of that. So the conversion rates are very different these days. <laughs> Yeah, but it just goes to show that, doesn't it? Even if it's a small audience, if you can get in front of the right people, then, then you can, you know, make a return on that. And mm. uh, yeah, that's fantastic that you use that as a as a springboard to to kind of pr- push the business forwards. Mm. So, so what's what's for the future for you? I, I know you you've, you do advertising uh, yep. now, support support with advertising. So, how how did that develop? And you know, how do you plan to move the business forwards? Yeah, moving forward, uh, we sort of realised because we've done so many quizzes over the last couple of years that there's a lot of people who, who can take our quiz as a tool uh, but can't really apply it effectively to, in order to actually bring in the, the new leads and bring in new sales from, from it. So I guess part of sort of COVID this year, um, it sort of allowed us a chance to kind of sit back and, and take a bit of a reflection on what we're doing. And, and we realized we really wanted to help people a bit more one-on-one um, to actually get that end result, which is the the sale at the end. So basically moving forward into the future, particularly in 2021, it, it's all about, okay, working with, with clients a lot more sort of hands-on and actually not working with as many, um, but doing it in a, in a much more sort of hands-on, better sort of approach so we can stay 100% focused on results um, and only work with clients that we really want to work with. And, and people... When I say clients we only want to work with, it's really only clients that we we love to work with because we, we love what they're doing. We love that they're making a difference in the world. Um, and so we're really fortunate to be able to sort of take that and uh, and take it, I guess, very fortunate to be able to choose which clients we are working with moving forward, uh, which is a really nice thing to do because it, it makes every day sort of coming to work really fun and exciting working with these people. It does, and it's it's generating a business in you know it, it, it aligned to your own values, isn't it? You know, and, and how you can, and and to be able to progress that forward. So I'm, I'm sure that will allow you to to make a better business, and it will, will will give that energy, as you say, to 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 make sure that you are you are giving it your all, and and that you can shape the business in the way that you want it to. So so yeah, I think that's a, it's a fantastic position to to be in. That it, it's it's not just picking and choosing i think it's picking and choosing because um because that's the way you want to shape the business and uh yeah so that's, that's fantastic it's really good to hear so brilliant well before we finish steve uh there's always four questions that i, I like to ask every guest uh so what's the one piece of advice you would give to someone considering starting their own business today yeah one piece of advice uh it, it's been obviously a theme that's been running through the podcast but it it is just continue to narrow and as soon as you think you've narrowed enough, just keep narrowing more. And I'm not just talking about uh, target markets or, or niches, which a lot of people always talk about, but also narrowing your own product offering, I think is really important and something that's often overlooked. Uh, so the more you narrow, the better. I think that's great. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it is a theme that's, that's come through this podcast. And, and I think for, for very good reason, um, yeah. I think it's, the problem you can solve for a specific person or group is the way that you can help to drive the business forward. So no, I think that's, that's absolutely fantastic. Okay. Uh, and what do you know now that you wish you knew when you started? <laughs> I love this question. So <laughs> well, I know a lot, a lot more things now, but a big thing is really to, to trust my gut. Uh, 
and I wish I was able to do this a lot more when I first started. And, and I think anything we do in business or in, in life in general, uh, if we can follow our gut more and our intuition more, I think we're going to be led in, in very good sort of stead. Um, so I would, I definitely wish I uh, knew to follow my gut a lot more back back in the day. Yeah, it can be easy to find reasons not to do things, can't it, sometimes? Uh, is there a resource you'd recommend for those at the very start of their journey? So be it a book, a website, or anything that's that's helped you along the way? Yeah, a big help for me was by the coach I mentioned called Dan Sullivan. Um, and if you look him up, he's got some, some pretty amazing but really short books that are really fun and quick to fill out and, and read. Um, and the, the one book that I'd recommend is called Mindset Scorecard. It just gets you thinking in a different way about your ideal sort of clients that you want to work with and why you want to work with them and, and getting people that you potentially work with or even interact with in, in personal life that are on a similar sort of wavelength in terms of different mindsets. Uh, so very interesting resource. No, it is. And it's not something I've read. So I, I think I need to. Uh, so thank you for that. That's a good tip for me as well. So and, and finally, then, uh, who would you recommend as a guest on a future episode of the show? Yeah, uh, so I would recommend uh, Will Polston, uh, who is one of our clients, but he is a more or less a mindset sort of fulfillment coach. And he's a really interesting guy. Uh, and he really knows his stuff. And uh, yeah, I always recommend him. Fantastic. No, I'll, uh, I I think mindset is so key at the very start of people's journey to get in the right frame of mind to then, of course, move forwards and to be in the position to to trust your gut. You know, I, I think that, that those those kind of things all link together very nicely. So, no, it's a great recommendation. Thank you. And if, if people want to get in touch with you or find out more about you, where should they go? Yep, the easiest one is to our website, which is smadigital.co.uk. Okay, brilliant. And uh, yeah, I'll include that in the show notes as well for everybody. Yep. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for your time, Steve. It's been fascinating talking to you today. Thanks, Rob. It's a pleasure, mate. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I certainly did. And as Steve's client or partner, as I prefer to say, it was really interesting to understand his background and how he's got to the position where he's created his business. And I think the focus on continuing to narrow the products offering, especially, you know, all the way through, you know, from when he was uh, from when he was younger, all the way through his, his years as an employee and how he's then moved that into his own business and really looked to focus on delivering exactly what his clients need in order to succeed. I think that's a really good lesson for everybody to, to kind of take forwards and to progress. If you'd like an example of one of Steve's quizzes, you can, of course, go to my website, robkerr.co.uk. Um, and take my three-minute quiz. You know, it's very simple, it's very straightforward, and I'm sure it will provide some insight for where you are on your journey and where you can take things from here. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Have a fantastic New Year's Eve if you're listening before then, and I look forward to seeing you next week.